Happy Thursday, February the 3rd, 2022. I guess yesterday would have been 2-2-22. A lot of twos. I don't know if that's a sign of the end of the world. Sarcasm, obviously. Um, I've got the windshield wipers going because there's a little bit of precipitation outside. And I've got the defrost going. And then, of course, there's the road noise and a little bit of splatter from some of the water underneath the van. So I, I apologize. I just kind of did a test run on this to see if that was unbearable in terms of background noise. Uh, hopefully it will process itself out because I do have it on voice isolation mode in terms of the mic input. So hopefully this will be bearable and you will be able to hear the thoughts and the communication on my end. But my thought for the day is just the fascinating phenomenon of podcast, and, and I know I talk specifically about podcast a lot in several of my episodes, but it's a very strange and pretentious thing to do what I'm doing right now, and I don't mean that I'm intentionally trying to be pretentious, because that's not who I am, and, and even though we all have a semblance of ego internally uh, as a component of who we are as a person, just basic freshman psychology, we all have an ego. Super ego, the id, all the different components that, that Freud and, and whoever the other gigantic personality of psychology was that they always speak of, Jung, or I'm not sure the, the doctor's name. But the, the point is, it's an awkward and vulnerable thing to try to record these episodes and put this out to the world and, and just hope that maybe slowly over time it can grow organically. And maybe at some point, I might even do a little bit of Spotify advertising or Facebook advertising if I can find an avenue that's not super expensive. Because while I don't ever expect to make money off of this, I would like this to have the opportunity to actually grow, to build a little bit of an entertainment community within this specific podcast where people could maybe jump on a Zoom call or do a YouTube version of a recording of this and just have conversations. Because that's really the biggest point of this. People, conversations, creating discourse, talking about what's going on in the world in a rational way, and trying to give each other perspective from our own individual life experiences, trying to help each other grow. And again, I'll use this word 7,000 times, just really trying to encourage each other. You look in Canada, there's madness between the truck drivers and Trudeau. You look in Australia, it's hard to to say what is and isn't real in terms of claims of that place being locked down as a police state. You look at all the craziness with Russia. I mean, China's always in the news as well as North Korea. And I've said it time and time again, and I'm going to try to hold to it as much as I possibly can. It's not always going to be possible because there is always negative world politics, politics in general going on. And I do want to talk about current events. I, I do want to be specific each day in what rabbit hole we go down. But I'm trying to avoid politics. Because everything in the world is so heavy-handed. And there's going to be a lot of narratives, a lot of things that I discuss ad nauseum time and time again. Politics within America, identity politics... Situations like Kyle Rittenhouse, drama with, with police officers. It's a terrifying world sometimes. It, it's hard to figure out which side of the fence you're on. 
And it's hard to even state your case or give your opinion if you're in the middle of a conversation with someone. Because even though we all have friends, who we are as individuals and who those friends are and even who we are has completely changed and evolved in the last two years. There is a marked degree of mental illness that has been injected into all of our DNA. There's a little bit of craziness, a little bit of trepidation, a little bit of polarization, a little bit of an easily triggered psychological dynamic. And a lot of this stuff isn't good. I don't know how many of us have really grown in a good and specific way as an individual and a human being over the last two years with the COVID reality of the world. I, I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's a thing. And it terrifies me time and time again whenever I'm on my way to work and I say my prayers and I pray for my wife and I pray for my daughter and I, I pray for the Lord to protect them. Because while Emerson is a blessing to us, an absolute blessing, I can't watch the news. I don't have Facebook. I don't have Twitter. There's almost no way to access any type of current event in daily news informational source without you wanting to blow your brains out. Everything is negative. Everything is car crashes and people with cancer and people dying and military skirmishes and this issue with Fauci and this issue, this issue with vaccinations and this issue with people that don't want vaccinations. And, and so you, you find yourself trapped sometimes in this echo chamber where people are just screaming at each other constantly. And, and as adults and human beings in the American democratic society, it's impossible to not go a little insane because we all need an outlet. We all need even a small semblance of a social circle and friends and a peer group that we can talk to and bounce ideas off of and just get things off our chest. It's cathartic. It's therapeutic. It's a release. I don't want to worry about having a conversation with every single person. And if I say something that they find off topic or something they don't agree with politically, they're going to blow up at me. And sometimes that feels very much like the world that we live in. But back to podcast. Is it a crazy thing that this 42-year-old man has earbuds plugged in to an iPhone while I have an hour and four-minute commute to Knoxville and I'm trying to record thoughts? Is it an audio blog? Is it an audio diary? I don't know. I'm calling it a podcast. And there's a reason that I'm good at my job. I'm good at my job because I enjoy talking to people. I try very hard to be sincere and focused on individuals when we have conversations about products that I'm trying to sell to them. It's important to build a relationship with people and try to be genuine as best you can. And it's much more important in this day and age where everything has become so distance learned, people have been separated with social distancing and everything else. So many people don't want to do face-to-face -face interactions. It's all about text messaging. And there's a measure of that that's about public safety and, and trying to avoid exposing yourself to as many face-to-face, -face, excuse me, and personal interactions as possible because of COVID. And I get all that. But it also creates a world where you 
you have a hard time getting in, in front of people. You have a hard time having face-to-face interactions. Nobody calls anybody on the phone anymore. It's, it's all an email. It's all a text message. Excuse me. It's a message on Instagram or a message on, on Facebook Messenger. It's a tweet. It's a, it's a message on TikTok. And so we, we very heavily were handed a term called social distancing two years ago. But the problem is the mindset of social distancing has extended to all aspects of our life. And I don't think that's a good thing now. And so people don't have interpersonal skills. People don't have conversational skills. We are growing apart as a society. And this isn't some soapbox political rant. These are just things inside of my head that I feel strongly about that I just want to talk about. And this podcast, whether it grows beyond three listeners or not ever, it's my small outlet to to speak on those things and to release that into the world. And that's important. It's not important because it's me saying those things, which again, is just such a, such a strange, awkward, sometimes egomaniacal thing to do. Who am I? Why would you care what I have to say? I don't know. Who was Joe Rogan 10 years ago? The ladies that do the Crime Junkie podcast, how long have they been doing that? And, and there's seven, the last, I believe it's Last House on the left. Do they talk about scary stories and scary situations? You have all of these comedian podcasts, Tom Segura and his wife. I believe that's called Your Mom's House. And I'm, I'm struggling to think now. I know there's 7,000 others. All the different sports pod, podcasts that are out there. You have someone like Dan Levitard and his co-host Stu Gotts that left ESPN. And they have a podcast now. And, and from what I can tell, a lot of these individuals, even if they're around a corporate entity sometimes, when they strike out on their own, it ends up being, not only from a brand perspective, greatly beneficial, but financially greatly beneficial too, because it's just like recording artists and musicians that end up with an independent contractor status as opposed to being tied to a record label throughout their entire musical career. Podcasts are changing the world from a business standpoint. And it's giving people agency. It's giving people the desire and designs on keeping up with their own personal faculties and being in charge of every part of their branding, every part of their marketable identity, every part of what individual message they try to deliver to their their growing fan base, their burgeoning fan base, their upstart fan base, or if you're someone like me, and obviously I'm not asking for fans, listeners your listening audience. What makes sense to you as a person? Are you trying to find an entrepreneur to follow to help you raise money and get a business off the ground, something that you're passionate about? Do you want to learn a second language? That's an option with podcast. Podcast in the last four years of my life have completely reprogrammed my brain. And unlike the internet brain that I talked about on one of my early episodes where you can't commit to anything long term 
from an entertainment or an intellectual standpoint because who reads books anymore and who has time to watch a movie that's an hour and a half, two hours long when I can watch YouTube all day in five set, five minute increments. The podcast brain reprogram and rehardwiring has been something that's been super beneficial. I think, I think more. I try to engage more in critical thought. I try to put myself in other people's shoes before I would ever have a negative judgment or a negative thing to say about an individual. And I'm by, by no means perfect by any standard. There is no human being walking the face of the earth that is faultless. I know a lot of this content, a lot of these episodes, a lot of the things that I'm ranting about or just talking about in general are going to be narratives that are repetitious. It's going to be things, concepts that are duplicated time and time again. And I understand that. But that's part of building up the subculture of whatever your audience is. Joe Rogan talks about aliens and psychedelics all the time. People understand that. That when they go on a ride with Joe Rogan, that may be something that comes up at some point in time in the conversation. And you find a way to figure out, or you figure out immediately if that's something that's polarizing to you, that bothers you. If you're a person of faith that has super strong convictions and doesn't want to hear any outside influence or any outside opinions on that, that may be something that you don't want to be a part of. If you're completely anti-drug in all aspects of your life, and that's something that you find offensive or something that, that brings into question your thought process about those things. And you don't want to listen about psychedelics and, and psilocybin and mushrooms and ayahuasca and, and, and all of these books that are out there about tying mushrooms to the Bible and all these other things. Then, of course, you're not going to want to listen to that. But I don't think that God created us to be such closed-minded creatures all of the time. There are principles, there are, there are standards with which we should be living our lives. Because if not, if you just try to survive each day the best you can, and there's no foundation of who you are as a person, what you live by, every day's chaos. Every day is you doing your impression of a feral animal. And why do I say that? Because I've been there before. The times when I was a bachelor and I had a decent job and made a decent wage are also the times in my life when I made the stupidest decisions. And I'm not calling out anyone that's single. You can look at someone like Ryan Rossillo, and I always use podcasters as reference, reference points on this show because those are the biggest influences to me trying to do this, me trying to communicate any of these thoughts. I think Ryan Rossillo's 45. 44, 45 years old, a little bit older than me. He's single now, no children. And I'm not calling him out for that. That's not a negative thing. That's the life he has chosen to pursue his career and build his brand and his ability to be a part of his industry to the point that it is now. And his podcast does great. And he lives in Manhattan Beach, California. And I enjoy so much listening to him and Kyle and Saruti, Steve Saruti. All aspects of his show are dynamic, they're well thought out, they're versatile in the messages and the entertainment personalities that they put out to the public. I'm just saying for me, when I was a bachelor and I was in my mid-20s, late-20s, 
I found myself in this state of being that was akin to a feral animal. And there was no structure, there was no foundation, there was no stability in, in any, of the, any of the ways that I approached my life. It was all chaos, all the time. And I'm thankful that I've, that I've grown out of that stage, that I've been able to find companionship, that I, that I have a loving wife who's an amazing person and my partner, who has a heart the size of Texas and a brain to match, just an intelligent, thoughtful individual. It's a blessing. And this beautiful little girl that we've been blessed with. These are aspects of my life that it, for many years I never thought would be a reality. And there are so many people out there that struggle now because they're lonely and they feel alone and they feel like they have no companionship and not even a single individual that cares about them or thinks about them or wants them to be good or wants them to be successful or wants to be supportive. And to any and all of you out there that would ever listen to this episode or any of these episodes, I would simply say you have, and I'm not a motivational speaker. Again, this is part of the reality of what this podcast is. This is stream of consciousness. I don't write any of this stuff out. And that's why I've got to be very careful with my words. But to those individuals that I just spoke about, please keep fighting. Please understand that you are worth something. Please understand whether you believe in a higher power or not, we are all part of this crazy machine, this gigantic robot called life. We are all important internal components. And you can find a circle, whether big or small, you can find a tribe to be a part of. And it doesn't have to be a tribe that's all political and screaming and finger pointing just for you to feel like you're accepted. I circle back around again. This is part of what a podcast is. We all have a voice. Many of you have an iPhone. Anchor doesn't charge money. It's tied to Spotify as a business concept. Let's start talking to each other. This is a perfect opportunity to do it. And I don't know why I'm so fired up and passionate about this message this morning. I just think it's important to, I think it's important to take your life lessons and try to just have conversations with people. And not every conversation you have has to have the expectation of being something super profound or life-affirming or life-changing or this well-thought-out, layered political discussion. But man, social distancing has just distanced us from each other in all aspects of life, and that's not good. That's not a good thing. People don't talk. People don't talk face-to-face. People get pissed off at each other and then they text message each other about it even if they're in the same house. How did we get this dysfunctional from a communication standpoint? When did that happen? When did that become a thing? And so again, my original thought was just the awkwardness, the vulnerability that comes into a podcast of any sort, no matter what topic you're trying to discuss, 
no matter what individuals are putting that podcast together and trying to put that podcast out to the world. This is a strange thing that I'm doing now. This is a strange and an awkward thing, but I really enjoy it. I really find a sense of satisfaction out of it. It is something, as I said earlier, therapeutic and cathartic. If anyone ever runs into me as an individual in my line of work or or just in life in general and they find out about this podcast, (coughs) excuse me, they can listen to this podcast, find out about, find out a little about me. But, but hopefully, and most importantly, maybe it sparks some, some thought from them. Maybe they have some ideas. Maybe they look at their life. Maybe they can look at me as a reference point and be like, oh, this guy's 42 years old. He's lived at like 27 to 30 different residential addresses. Uh, he's lived and worked in six or seven different states. He grew up in Louisiana. Now he's in East Tennessee. At one point, he was in Washington, D.C., He spent this much time in this specific industry. He used to be in a band. They got signed to Elektra Records. That's a whole other podcast. They didn't get that record deal when I was a part of them. I don't say that as a slight. That was a good thing for both parties, honestly. But I've had a much more interesting life than I ever could have imagined when I was 15, 16, 17 years old. I had no idea that I was ever leaving northern Louisiana and the greater Shreveport area, I thought I would live and work and die there. And there's certainly nothing wrong with hometown loyalty and people that never live leave their immediate surroundings. That's not at all what I'm saying. But in my particular situation, because my brain is so crazy and I'm curious about things and I like to travel, I like to see different things so much, I'm very thankful that my path, my path in life has been what it is. It's helped me grow as a person. It's, it's really and truly grinded down to the fact that it's given me a humble perspective on things. I try so very hard not to judge people. In all aspects of life, you look at a situation where you can carve out an opinion about an individual. And, and it's good or bad. There's no middle ground. But there's always middle ground. There's always nuance. There's always so much more to who we are as individuals than just making this black and white decision. And I'm not talking about skin color. I just literally mean whether or not it's a yes or a no, a black or white answer. And the different states that I've lived in, the different part of the Southeast coming from the Mid-Atlantic and the the Washington, D.C., Baltimore area, it's great to see those perspectives. It's great to see culture and counterculture. It's great to see the way people operate in one area in the United States and then then they go somewhere else. Standards, cultures, food, cuisine, all these things. And so whatever I am as a person today, on this day, I may have said Wednesday earlier, I meant Thursday. Thursday, February 3rd, correct? 2022. And it's now 6.06 a.m. Whoever it is at this point in my life at 42 years of age, with this life experience and this knowledge and whatever perspectives I've gained a lot of this I wish I could have given myself when I was 17, 18, 19 years old but I wouldn't have lived the life that I've led to this point and I wouldn't change much about that because it has more than anything else been a blessing 
Whoever I am as a person is a total picture in the complete book. You were that same individual. Not literally in terms of everything that I believe in my perspectives, but your life is a magnificent story too. Everything that you've done, everything that you've been through, every experience that you've had is an opportunity for you to share that experience and that perspective with the rest of the world. And it's, it's time for us to put the phones down for even the smallest bit of time in our daily lives. And it's time to have a conversation. It's time to break bread, man. Not every aspect of our life has to be an opportunity to be divided and to be angry. And again, the vulnerability of a podcast in general, the ridiculousness of what I'm doing right now. Who am I? Who am I to say these things? I have no following. I'm not a celebrity. I'm not an entertainment personality. These are the things that I believe and I'm passionate about it. I'm passionate about communication. I'm passionate about education and reading and books and some of the classic fundamental and foundational blocks of of what it is as a child to help you form your opinions and form your communication skills and build yourself as a person and help you grow into a fully functioning adult. There's so many things out there now that can stunt the growth of children. There's so many things out there now that distract us from any kind of ambition, any kind of single goal or single ideal. Listen to my podcast. Get inspired or get pissed off or get somewhere in the middle. 